Hi, I'm Trevor. And I'm Laura. We're married, and we like to do a lot of different things together. But what got us together initially was that we love to eat and we like to drink. And we love to learn how our favorite foods and beverages came to be. In each episode of this podcast, we'll talk about something delicious and answer the question, Where did this come from? So I know a lot of like the lead-ins to these episodes lately have been about the weather, uh, and today's no different. It's yeah. uh, it's getting chillier outside, and I love it because October is my favorite month of the year. Me it's too. Crisp, crisp I don't air. know if that's my favorite, but it's I mean, up there. It's up there. I mean, summer nice. summer's great, obviously, but I just love that crisp, brisk yeah. breaking smell. out the breaking out the light jackets, sitting mm-hmm. in the yard for the last few times of the year as we can. But the thing I'm really really like hyped about is the like coming back of all these foods we haven't been able to make since yeah. the winter time. So those Sunday roasts, stuffed chicken, things like that. You know, the simple meat and potatoes type of meals you yeah. think of. Yeah. Something hearty and warming. Oh yeah. And your family's bolognese recipe. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to to make a batch. Oh, it soon. takes like six hours to make, but it is worth every minute. It is, yeah. Well, and there's wine involved, so you can have a little for the sauce, <laughs> a little for the cook, and yes. you're, like, good to go. Any recipe that calls for two full bottles of wine in the food is... Uh, I don't think it calls for two full bottles. It does. Bottles. It calls for two full bottles of wine. It's a what? double. We make a double batch. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Yum. All good, all good. I guess we should probably start the show now, though, right? We can get started. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Okay, so welcome back to Where Did This Come From? Uh, today, we are going to be talking about the history and origin and popularization of hot dogs. Yes. Uh, so this topic was brought to us by one of our listeners. Yes. One of my dear old friends, Dominic Sinquamani, shout out. Uh, thank you for this. This is probably the quickest turnaround on suggestion to recording episode we've had in the matter of the entirety of the show. Right. Well, it kind of fits in because... Uh, Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Is the first day of the World Series. Exactly. And hot dogs and baseball go together. Since the beginning, I think. Uh, Kind of. So we'll get into that. I'll let you handle the research on this <laughs> one, though, because it is your episode. We will get into that. But we thought this would be an appropriate topic for the World Series coming up. Yeah, who's in? Do we know who's in the World Series? Uh, the two teams are redacted because as we're recording this, they're still deciding who's in the World <laughs> oh, Series. Okay. But it starts tomorrow. So congratulations to the National League team and the American League team. Go sports players. Who made it this far in a very weird baseball season. Are the Red Sox in? They are very much not in. They were uh, were not so good. An embarrassment this year, we'll say, unfortunately. But I do like baseball games, like going to Fenway Park. Yeah, you like the pageantry. I like the atmosphere and but watching a whole baseball game. I love baseball. I love the whole, or like I could sit there at a baseball game by myself for three and a half hours and be into yeah, the game. I cannot do that. By the time like the third <laughs> innings around, you're like a five-year-old. You're like, I'm done with this. Like, <laughs> this is cute I can for usually a make it to like when they sing Sweet Caroline at Fenway Park. That's in the eighth inning. You can get that far. Well, because it's like something to look forward to. And then after that, I'm like, all right, let's be done with this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into the but, I'm into the stats, the, the weird facts and yeah. all that. No, I know. It's, it's, when a baseball game is interesting, I do like watching it, but uh, especially the close sometimes ones. there's like a lack of action, I guess. I don't know. But then it's time to get some hot dogs 
And yes. you're, you're fired up again. Woohoo. Yes. So for today, I'm not going to talk about like the ingredients of, of hot dogs because I don't want to like... I think like, they probably vary from company to company. Right. So we're not going to get into like how it's made so much because I don't really want to think about that. And <laughs> for any of our listeners who are vegetarians or, you know, I just... Eh. It's fair. It's fair. So we're not going to get into that. We're just going to sort of get into the, the history of the food. Obviously, there's sausage where, yeah. you know, you have like meat um, in a casing mm-hmm. and then... You know, we'll sort of talk about Vienna sausage, Frankfurter, and Wienerwurst or Weinerwurst. Wienerwurst. Which is, those are all basically the same thing. So Wieners are essentially the German name for Vienna sausage. Okay. I'm going to do my best to not just giggle every time you say Wiener (laughs) because I probably won't use Wiener. I'm 35, but every 35 year old man is also 12 inside. So, Uh, yes, I know. So, some recorded reference to sausage go back to the notorious Roman emperor Nero. Ah, yes, yes. Um, who ruled from 54 to 68 AD. His, he, you know, Rome fell under Yes, him, it burned to burned the ground. To the ground. Yeah. As um, he ran away. So he has kind of a, obviously, um, a little bit of a squiffy past. A squiffy past, yeah. That's, yeah, his, his reign is usually associated with uh, tyranny, extravagance, yeah. and a lot of debauchery. But mm-hmm. anyway, so his cook um, may have linked the first sausages. Uh, he, Gaius, was his cook's name. Um, and he sort of discovered natural casing. Oh, okay. Um, and, you know, believed that he discovered something of great importance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he would stuff the casings with, like, ground meats and spice and wheat and served sausage. Nice. Now, just to... I know we're not going to go into exactly the how the sausage is made, per se. <laughs> when you say natural casing, what do you mean by that? The intestines. Thank you. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> Some people might not know. I know. Okay. So sausage has been around for a long time. A hot dog or a Vienna sausage or a Frankfurter um, is a special type of sausage where the meat is like really finely ground. Gotcha. Um, and the spices are kind of blended in with the meat. Frankfurt, Germany is typically credited with, with creating a hot dog mm-hmm. or a Frankfurter. Right. Um, but there is a dispute there because this butcher, Johann Gorher. <laughs> yeah. Give it that another. It's very German. (laughs) George Herner. George Harrison. (laughs) No. Uh, Anyway, this Johann. Johann, a butcher living in Coburg, Germany. Uh, He supposedly invented the Frankfurter and traveled to Frankfurt to promote his new product. Oh, okay. So. The popular sausage known as a Dachshund or a little dog. Huh. So wait, was the dog named after the sausage? Or? So this is this is vague and disputed. Okay. But basically, a Dachshund is a long wiener looking dog. Right. Um, wiener and, dog, literally. Right. And so the idea is like it just kind of occurred naturally that they started calling these like long brown sausages, dashens, because they just kind of looked like the dog. Chicken egg. Chicken egg, exactly. Yeah. Which Which one first? I don't know. But this dashen sausage will kind of carry through the story. Okay. um, Of 
a pop talks. But anyway, so also unknown is who the first person to serve the Dachshund sausage on a roll was. Ooh. Um, Game changer. That's who it was. Yeah, exactly. But if you think about it, like bread, it was all over everywhere, Europe, Germany included. It's not a it's not a huge stretch to be like, oh, this like no. I'm gonna put this meat on this roll um so I can enjoy a full meal on the go. Yes, this is good, but will it sandwich? <laughs> yes. Oh, it will. <laughs> it will sandwich. One of the accounts um on the first person to sort of serve a sausage, a Dachshund sausage like this on a roll. One account says it was a German immigrant who sold them along with milk rolls and sauerkraut on a pushcart in New York City. Oh, yeah. Um, during the 1860s. Oh, wow. Now, the term hot dog is also kind of unknown. So <laughs> this topic is – it has a lot of cute little anecdotes, but we, we don't know every, anything There's a lot of sure. mystery around the story of this as well as the mystery of what's in the- <laughs> Seems fitting. I already said we're not going to get into that. I know we're not. I'm uh, not going to try to pull it out of here. <laughs> I didn't even research it because I was Perfect. like, I don't want to know. Um, but so there is a a famous story that may or may not be true, but it's about a cartoonist named Tad Dorgan um, who worked for the New York Journal. Mm-hmm. And as the story goes, Dorgan observed a vendor named Harry Stevens selling hot Dachshund sausages during a game of polo um, at the New York Polo Grounds. And Harry Stevens was shouting, get your red hot Dachshund sausages. And Dorgan illustrated the scene with the hot dog nestled in the bun um, with the caption, get your hot dogs, because he didn't know how to spell uh, Dachshund sausages. That's fair. (laughs) However, no one's ever found a copy of this cartoon so it's possible that it uh, never existed. Right, right, right. And it's just a cute story. Hey. But there's a lot of that we're uncovering. Exactly. In the 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 time old tradition of hot dogs and polo matches. <laughs> right. So it, it became it became known as the hot dog in the right. United States. Hmm, interesting. And again, we I didn't really get into like the the traveling of the hot dog to the United States because right. like many of the other things we've talked about, it kind of was a, a piece of culture that, that came along with immigration. Yeah, and it came immigration. with a bunch of different cultures, I would imagine. Right. Polish immigrants, German immigrants, like exactly. every, everything, every European culture probably had its own version of sausage. Yeah. English, Ira, everyone. Yeah. So in 1871, mm-hmm. uh, a man named Charles Feltman, who was right. a German baker, opened up the first Coney Island hot dog stand. Oh. And in his first year of business, he sold... 3,684 Dachshund sausages wow. in milk rolls. Nice work. Yeah. So that's... So that's like the, the first connection of Coney Island and hot dogs yes. is the 1870s. Yep. Wow. Exactly. That is an old, old uh, association. It is. Um, and you can probably guess where I'm going with this, but so the man responsible for revolutionizing the hot dog industry in America was none other than Nathan Handwerker, who was a Jewish immigrant from Poland. Oh, okay. So not German, not Austrian. And in 1915, Nathan worked at a hot dog stand at Coney Island, where he made 
$11 a week slicing buns. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he apparently got a loan, a $300 loan from a couple of his friends uh, and started his own hot dog stand. Gotcha. I see where this is going. And knowing his, so his, apparently his former boss charged 10 cents a piece for a hot dog. uh, And he undercut the other stand by selling them for five cents a piece. Whoa. That is quite the undercut. Yes. So customers obviously went to him. His competitor went out of business. And Nathan's famous hot dogs were wow. born. So, and so some of the, the research didn't include mention of his wife. But I think it is important to know that it was a husband and wife team. Of course. So Ida, handworker. Uh, actually created the hot dog recipe that they used, oh. and it was Ida's grandmother's secret spices. Oh, that made Her them so special. Recipe, that made them so special. So, is it the same recipe that Nathan's uses today? Yeah, I didn't quite realize like how um, crucial Nathan's was to the story of hot dogs in America. Yeah, I didn't but. either. I mean, there I knew they were one of the oldest brands out there and their ties to Coney Island. Obviously, they still have, I think it's on the 4th of July every year, they still have yep. the Nathan's Yeah, we'll get dog. into that. Okay, okay. Um, so by by the Great Depression, uh, Nathan's hot dogs were known around the United States and people would flock to mm-hmm. Coney Island to try them. Um, they were this kind of like beloved all-American treat. Uh, so when... President Franklin Delano Roosevelt hosted King George VI of England during his queen. Right, 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 yeah. Um, the king's speech, right? That's, that's yes, that king, right? Yep, yeah. Yep, King George. So they had a picnic at Hyde Park in 1939, and First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt decided to serve hot dogs as part of the menu wow. because it was such an all-American yeah. thing. Uh, and there was a lot of press coverage about this because people were watching like, a king what? eat a hot dog. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so many people, I guess, were so Mrs. Roosevelt wrote in her syndicated newspaper column so many people are worried that the dignity of our country will be imperiled by inviting royalty to a picnic, particularly a hot dog picnic. But the hot dogs were a huge hit. And uh, King George apparently had seconds. Wow, there you so, go. Okay, so hot dogs and baseball. Because yes. those like really go together yes. hand in hand. In the 1890s, German immigrant Chris von de A uh, began to sell hot dogs and buns mm-hmm. at the ballpark he owned in St. Louis, which was home to the Browns. Right, the Browns at the time, right? Yes. Uh so that was kind of where selling hot dogs at the baseball park started. Wow. And it sort of spread from there because it was cheap, mm-hmm. easy to eat without fork and knife. Of course. Um, and delicious. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So 1890s. Yes. 1890s. Like 130 years almost of hot dogs and baseball. Yeah. And to this day, hot dogs continually outsell the quote-unquote fancier items that are now on the menus at baseball parks. Right, because they've definitely branched out in the last they 25, have. Yeah, 30 years. Yeah, you can all mean, kinds of all kinds of stuff. But yeah. during a typical baseball season, more than 26 million hot dogs Holy crap. are consumed during innings. 
Oh my god. A lot of hot 20, dogs. 27 million? 26 million. 26 million hot dogs. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. Um so it's it's a popular baseball food and I have to say like I I enjoy having a Fenway Frank when we go to oh, yeah. Fenway Park. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean you can't I can't go to a baseball game and not get a hot dog. Right. It's impossible. Yeah. Um And I will say this like Fenway Franks are good, but it's a steamed hot dog. It's not like it's right. It's not my favorite way to have it, but for some reason, being there, the atmosphere. Yeah, it's like nostalgic. It's delicious. And... It's so good. Yeah. And it's you. They hand you like a fistful of mustard packets at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. And like seven people touch it as they. Yeah, there's going to be a bit of a change to that. I down would imagine row. going forward. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah you're like in this twenty fifth seat like. Yeah. That many people. I can't believe that. We did that for so long. Yeah, it's and kinda gross. we were okay. Yeah. Yeah, just pass down the pass down the pass money. Down the road. First of all, pass down your dirty money. Right. And then pass the hot dog back with the dirty dirty change. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know what? Would I do it again? Probably yeah. not in the same way. But yeah. I would absolutely get a hot dog at a ballpark again. Right. Yeah. Probably better to like go to the concession stand. But apparently those um vendors that like walk around they make serious cash they should make serious cash that is not an easy job not an easy job yeah it's part theatrics too oh yeah you kind of you have to have the personality for it yeah and the voice yes shout and deal with (laughs) the crowds at baseball parties which at fenway are there yeah some of the surlier crowds i'm sure yeah to the men and women of baseball concessions Hats off to you. Yes. Especially the ones carrying around the hot dogs because right, they're carrying like boiling water on top of their heads. You know. That's insane. <laughs> it is. So you kind of mentioned like the style of hot dogs. So yeah. um, first of all, my favorite obviously is a grilled hot dog. Yep. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Rather than a boiled. I mean, now for sure. When I was, I think when I was a kid, I would only eat, and this is like when like five, six years old. I would only eat microwaved hot dogs <laughs> cut into little rings. Yeah. I actually used to like microwaving the hot dogs like so much that they would get like crispy, <laughs> which is so gross. I thought you meant you just liked microwaving hot dogs a lot, but you meant you liked to microwave them No, I like to microwave lot, them. Like literally. Right. Before I ate them. Gotcha. Yes. Um, but anyway, so there's regional hot dogs across America, obviously. Oh, yeah. And... So we'll just kind of go through a couple of the popular ones. Mm-hmm. So a New York City hot dog. So first of all, New York New Yorkers eat more hot dogs than any other group in the country. Makes sense. Um, so usually it's served steamed with onions and deli-style yellow mustard. Okay. The Chicago hot dog. Oh, yeah. Um, they have yellow mustard, dark green relish, chopped onion, a pickle spear. Mm-hmm. Sport peppers, tomato slices, and celery salt. Yes. And they're usually on a poppy seed bun. Now, I've never been to Chicago. I've, when we get to go, because there's so much food in Chicago, we we talked about pizza, Chicago style dogs. Yeah. I've had a Chicago style dog at like hot dog spots here in New Mm -hmm. England, and it's very good. Yeah. You can only imagine the real deal. The real deal. Yeah. No. Well, and apparently the celery salt is really what. Yeah. Like distinguishes the Chicago style from any other style. Like if it doesn't have the celery salt, it's not Chicago style. Gotcha. Um, 
But I, I do like the idea of the whole pickle spear on the bun. Yeah, that, absolutely. That, looks, that sounds good. Um, okay, so Atlanta and Southern. Um, so if you buy a hot dog at Turner Field, which is the home of the Braves, yep. uh, it will usually be topped with coleslaw and Vidalia onions. Oh, wow. The Vidalia I, I get because Vidalia, Georgia is where right. the onions come from, but right. interesting. So that's like an Atlanta-style dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kansas City uh, is usually served with sauerkraut and melted Swiss cheese Ooh. on a sesame seed bun. All right. The Rocky Dog, which is served at Coors Field, mm-hmm. home of the Colorado Rockies. Of course. Uh, is usually a foot-long dog with grilled peppers, sauerkraut, and onions. Delicious. Uh, Fenway Frank, obviously, is boiled and served in a New England-style bun um, with mustard and relish. Yep. And let's see. So we've got the the Texas-style dog, which has chili, cheese, and jalapenos. There you go, Dom. That one's for you. Yeah. That one just gives me heartburn <laughs> saying out loud. <laughs> Is that served at like uh, Minute Maid Park in Houston? In Houston, yeah. Yep. Okay. Keep them coming. These these are giving me some great ideas. <laughs> I know. Let's see. So the Cincinnati Coney usually so these hot dogs are chili dogs served with Cincinnati style chili, mm-hmm. um, and usually feature a bunch of grated cheddar cheese on top. Delicious. Uh, Philadelphia dog. Uh, it includes a beef hot dog with fish cake inside the bun as well. Whoa. Yeah. So apparently there's a Michigan Coney Island style dog. Okay. AKA Michigan Coney, um, which also features meaty chili sauce on top of the hot dog with mustard and onion as well. Raw onion. Okay. Um, so there's like, there's a serious chili dog theme across the country. There is a big chili dog theme, which honestly, I don't think I've ever had a chili dog before they're they're good they're very good um they're very difficult to eat they right. depending on the bun that it's on right like if yeah, it's I not a imagine. toasted bun it just turns into like and a lot of hot dog buns are basically right. like wonder bread right it just it just turns into a sloppy mess yeah which i mean you're not eating a hot dog to have a, a nice clean right meal full of etiquette so yes. i think it's probably fine <laughs> yeah. uh they're good i mean yeah. you like chili i do like chili you like but... hot dogs yeah. You like cheese? Yeah. Done. You're going to love a chili dog. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one of these days I will I will try a chili dog. Lots of different types. Yeah. Everyone, every region has kind of like made a hot dog its own. Yeah, but it also, it also sounds like not just the region, but it stems to the, the ball club yeah. of the region. Right. Which exactly. just ties that whole thing back together. Yep. Baseball and hot dogs go hand in hand. So a couple fun facts, which are essentially mostly related to Nathan's because their website actually has a lot of facts, lot I of imagine facts on it. Um, but apparently Al Capone used to frequent Nathan's hot dogs when he went to, every time he'd go to Coney Island. Okay. All right. So in 1933, to celebrate the end of Prohibition, mm. Nathan's gave out free beer. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, in 1972, the first ever recorded hot dog eating contest happened on July 4th. It has happened every year since. Yes. That first year, a man named Jason Schechter won with 14 hot dogs. 14 was the winning number. That was the winning in number. In 74. 
guess how many? So they actually did have it this year in 2020. Um, did they have it remotely? No. It must have just been spaced not, out yeah. really far because that is a COVID nightmare. Just yeah. shoveling dogs into your mouth. Yeah. So um, a guy named Joey Jaws Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Uh, who has basically been been in the game. He set like 13 world records. He beats for, his record every year, He beats basically. his record, yeah. So guess how many hot dogs he ate this year. Oh, man. The last time, the last time I remember reading about him, it was like, it was something crazy, like 50 hot dogs. 75 oh, hot dogs. Oh, my Joey. I mean, Joey, first of all, congratulations uh, are in order. But Also gross. <laughs> you must have the best GI doctor in the entire world. And he's – so I, I looked at a picture. And also, so there's, a, there's now a women's one as well. Of course. And on the women's side – Because women like hot dogs too. Exactly. Well, and competitive eating has kind of right. I forgot that was a whole. It's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Um, but Miki Sodu uh, won the women's with forty-eight point five oh. hot dogs, um, and this is in ten minutes. So the contest is ten minutes. That's outrageous. Yeah, that's a lot of hot dogs in ten minutes. So there's competitive eating all around the world. However, right. I couldn't find another specific hot dog only eating contest i didn't google it for that long but i don't know if nathan's is (laughs) you didn't spend hours trying to find other hot dog eating competitions um but nathan's was really the only one that that came up i think why try to have a competing right competing competition which is a weird thing to say but another hot dogs but i mean it's world famous i mean before joey chestnuts was the the guy Kobayashi was mm-hmm. the guy, and he's like an international f- competitive eating star, Legend. I think, from Japan. I think he's I from think. Japan, yeah. Little, tiny, like, slight dude as well, just shoveling yeah. pounds and pounds of hot dog in 10 minutes. That's, yeah. I can't believe Well, that. and these people, like, so, yeah, what I was going to say before is Joey Chestnut and Miki Sodu, they're, they look like regular-sized people. I would think not. if you're a competitive eater, you have to stay somewhat fit. Right. Or, like... I, there's got to be, well, first of all, there's got to be some kind of backlash to your body from, from doing that. Yeah. I mean, the nitrates alone in one hot dog. Right. Yikes. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, most people don't even eat 75 hot dogs in like... A lifetime for some people? years probably. or something, yeah. I mean, I maybe eat five a year tops. This year, we haven't had any. Yeah. Just because it wasn't, we're really in a grilling party kind of mood Right, yeah. It, it, well, I mean, it is like a perfect barbecue hangout kind of food. It is. Throw it them on really the grill. Is. Grab them, go. Everyone kind of like dresses their own how they like. Hot dog and... one hand, yard games with the other. Yeah. So we should actually shout out to Pearl Hot Dogs. Oh, my gosh. Uh, hands down, and we're biased, but hands down, <laughs> the best hot dog on the planet. So good. Pearl Hot Dogs. Massachusetts's own Pearl Hot Dogs. Um, you can't get them everywhere. You can't. A lot of times you can get them at the deli of like Market Basket mm-hmm. um, or specialty meat shops. Or you could go to what we've done in the past is where we go to an actual butcher shop that we know sells them and we buy the entire five pound bag. We only did that once. <laughs> and we were going to a large barbecue. We were going to a large barbecue, but they are really something special. And they're the big like quarter pound hot dogs too. Yeah. And they, they don't taste like hot dogs. It's yeah. more of like a sausage. 
They're, now, they're great. They are great. Now, I'm going to ask you this. I, I already know the answer, but people out there don't know the answer. And I feel like there's a hot button issue with hot dog eaters. Mm-hmm. Ketchup? No ketchup. I actually do like ketchup on mine. But not by itself. Not by itself. No, I want no. The, I want mustard, relish, and ketchup. Okay. Yes. Mustard is a must. Mm-hmm. That was not intended, but uh-huh. you must have mustard on a hot dog. Otherwise, I you can just get out. You can just get out. Yeah. And specifically, at least spicy brown, if not something more. Uh, a hot whole dog grain. is one of those few things that I actually don't mind having yellow mustard. Really? Yeah. I think I was just there was just yellow mustard there around was just so too much, much growing yellow up. Yellow mustard for you growing up. Uh, yeah, bologna sandwiches and yellow <laughs> oh, mustard. And God. speaking of hot dogs, bologna. Um, yeah. But no, spicy brown Goldens, if I can get my hands on yeah. it, is probably the go-to. Oh my gosh, yeah. I so think good. spicy brown mustard relish, and if if there are fresh chopped onions around, right? It's the, it's the jam right that, there. Yeah, that is that is. Some people will die on the ketchup hill, like only ketchup on a hot dog. Yeah, so the photos of the Fenway Franks actually only had ketchup on them. Breaks my heart. Yeah. Breaks my heart, but I'm not surprised. No. I'm not surprised. And I I love ketchup. Ketchup's great. Nothing against ketchup. But I think hot dog, like, just ketchup on a hot dog, just, I'd probably rather eat it naked. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm okay with just ketchup. All right. But I really, I like to have the pickles. Some kind of relish. Some kind of relish. There. Or yeah. we can start to make our own Chicago-style dogs. I am intrigued by that. That does sound really good. I bet. It. I mean, I've had, like like I said, I've had style, Chicago-style. Right. And that's the other thing. There is some – I don't think it's as much anymore, but probably – God, when I was in college, uh, 15 – almost 20 years ago, 15 years ago, uh, there was like a, a surge of hot dog restaurants. Oh. Yeah. Wait, what was that one? Well, called? it still exists. Um, the most, the most famous one and most successful one is Spike's Junkyard Dogs, oh, yeah. which I think they're still open in the Alston area of Boston. Um, but Spike's Junkyard Dogs, which serves these really inventive, big dogs on like really nice baguette style rolls. Uh, it's like the Patriot Dog and the Texas Ranger Dog, which is like barbecue sauce and bacon and cheddar and all that stuff. Uh, and then there was Bean Town Dogs which like popped up as a competitor, which unfortunately they lost. Um, but me and my mm-hmm. roommates, we loved Beantown Dogs because they were just such a nice couple that owned the place. And unfortunately they went out of business. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there was like a handful or two of, or not two, but a handful of hot dog restaurants that popped up. Yeah. Randomly. I went to one like. recently, um, well not recently, probably a year ago, uh, with some coworkers. We went to happy hour and then we got hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, and mainly burger in Cambridge. I don't know that place. They have really good hot dogs. Wow. All right. Burger and hot dog joint. All right. Um, I believe they're still open. Um, Oh, also Trina's Starlight Lounge in uh, Inman Square in Cambridge has like their daily hot dog. Mm. Um, They did for a long time. I would assume they still do. Daily hot dog special. Um, Really, really cool, inventive hot dogs there too. Amazing, amazing restaurant. What was the place by Fenway dugout? Didn't they have really good hot dogs too? It's possible. I mean, once you get near Fenway, it just yeah. And there's a lot of a lot of hot dogs. Could happening. reach out and just be handed a hot dog, basically. There's <laughs> yeah. the sausage guy cart. I mean, there's so many little carts, stalls, mini restaurants that pop up. 
Hot dogs and baseball. I'm they do, you. yeah. Goes, so everyone can back. just uh, enjoy the World Series and maybe make a hot dog at home. Or two. Or two. Or 75 if you're Joey Chestnut. Oh, gosh. That literally makes my stomach hurt just like <laughs> thinking should. about it. It should. It probably made his stomach hurt too. <laughs> yeah, probably. It sure didn't make him feel good. Um, but okay, so I've got a couple resources from today for today. Uh, so history.com. Yummydogs.com.au, hotdog.org. I think that's it, actually. Relatively simple topic for a very simple but very delicious food with what's in it? What's in a hot dog? <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm not going to get her to talk about it. Um, I want to be able to eat hot dogs. I know. It's so. fair. It's fair. All right. On that note, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, please rate, review, subscribe to our show on your favorite uh, podcast platform. Really helps us out. Lets us know that you like what we're doing. Uh, also, follow us on Instagram at where did this come from underscore pod. So where did this come from pod at Instagram for uh, videos, snapshots, uh, hints on the upcoming shows, things like that. All great stuff coming from Instagram. And please let us know if you have any topics. We are really happy to hear from you. Yeah, I think that's all for today. I think it is. I think it is. Well, enjoy the week, everybody. Enjoy the World Series, especially the two teams that are in the World Series. (laughs) One of them is yours. Go teams. Go teams in the World Series. Be safe, stay well, and we'll see you next time on